You know, and I just wish sometimes we as grown-ups would be like that, not to worry about tomorrow, let tomorrow take care of itself. So that's just what fascinates me about children and, and trying to understand what's in their minds. And then when they're those who are not like that, then you know there's something not right. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it. Did you see yourself getting into counseling psychology back in the day, like years back, say when you are still working before like psychology or anything had been an interest did you see yourself doing this honestly i did i did because even as i grew up in a family i was always the mediator or uh, not the problem solver as such but someone who came up with a solution of like have you considered this why not try this you know just giving people kind of a hint of i'm seeing where they are and maybe i could make their lives better just by suggesting a few things that would make their lives more comfortable so that's how it all started and then when people were in a dilemma or in an argument or there was conflict they would always come to me like to be the judge and what i never did was take sides it was always like let me hear you let me hear you okay why don't the two of you now sit down and look at it this way mm-hmm. you know when you said uh, you hurt me don't say you hurt me why don't you say I felt hurt no but he hurt me I was yeah <laughs> but he hurt you but you felt hurt you're the one who's feeling it not the other person so some of those things actually started from before they kind of like grew in me so when I went into uh, being a therapist those are the things that you bring into the counseling, listening to people and asking, have you considered this? Okay, what has made you feel that way? Why are you feeling that way? What do you think is bringing those feelings? And how are those feelings making you behave? You know, things like that. So, But isn't that tough asking children that those questions? Cause oh, no. They... It's wonderful. Because the good thing about children, of course, there's child therapy, there's play therapy. Yeah. So you start with a game, like this is you and this is me, mm-hmm. okay, let's start talking and see and you'll see what that guy says, like, now imagine if this little doll is you, mm-hmm. you know, what would you tell me? And you know, kids like being very creative, so now without them realizing, they're transferring their thoughts yeah. to that doll's mind and it looks to them like it's the doll that's talking, but actually it's them, whatever is in their mind is coming out, so it's very interesting. Like, I'm gonna hit you, and I'm like, Why would you like to hit me? What have I done to you? Why are you angry? <laughs> you know, am I not your friend? So, some of those things, like, Okay, what if I'm someone that you really hate? What would you do to someone you really hate? And then they'll be like, It's the doll that's supposed to be you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Why did you do that to me? Then you know, this child can be violent, you know, mm-hmm. when they're really angry, they're really displaying it. You know, mm-hmm. or others would say, no, I don't do that, I don't do that. Some would be very timid, like, talk to me. No, the puppet, they say, no, I don't want to talk. Okay, do you really have secrets? Yes, so many. Who do you share your secrets with? Nobody. Okay, can you share your secret with me? Uh, your secret is safe with me. You know, so that's play therapy. Some of those things that now you learn how to corner them so that yeah. they tell you really what's disturbing mm-hmm. um, them. Yeah. As... Since, I mean, we are about two years into a pandemic, probably. What, what do you think is like one of the biggest problems that children are facing or may face during this like difficult period in time? Like once in a century kind of. Okay, the most difficult thing that they're facing is social distancing. Mm. Because children are social beings. When you lock them in the house, they look at children outside playing. And they say, Mommy, can I go out to play with those children? Mm. Then when they know their birthdays are coming, they know, oh, am I going to have friends over for my birthday? Now you have to tell them, no, it's going to be just family. You know, they like to have company around them and company of, you know, their friends. Mm. So they c- cannot do like the sleepovers that they used to do before. Mm. You know, so they feel alone or the only time now they know they can meet with their friends mm. is maybe on the internet, you know, when they like go on a Zoom call, an internet call, or when they're in a classroom. Yeah. And to them that's not the same because they're very playful, you yeah. know. So it's not the same. And then some of these things, they're timed. Mm. But sometimes when children go out to play, they know I'm playing from morning, especially when they're on holiday. Yeah. I'm playing from morning until lunchtime. Or in the middle when I get tired, I'll go... Uh, to take a short break, you know, take a snack and mm. come back. 
know some of those things. Yeah. Or we all sit and watch a movie or play with our gadgets the way kids do these days. They don't play so much the way we did. Mm-hmm. Until the lights on the streets came on is when you remember you got to <laughs> run home. <laughs> but for you guys, I think four o'clock you're already remembering some program that you have to watch, that you have to <laughs> you know, go home and watch. Yeah. So some of those things, I think children miss their friends very much and yeah. not being able to go to their friends and then they are being told don't touch each other, don't mm. stay close to each other. So that scares them. And then also a bit of it, you know, you wonder, the kids begin to wonder to themselves, who do I trust, who do I not trust? Yeah. Okay. How would I know if my friend has corona? Mm. Yeah. And things like this. And what if my friend have corona? So if their parents are not communicating well, mm then I think apart from the children missing out on playing with their friends, they're also very worried mm-hmm. that they, it's not safe with their friends anymore. Even if they're missing their friends, if they went to their friends, mm-hmm. that things that they're not allowed to do with their friends anymore, then it means that their friends are, yeah. they're not safe with their friends anymore. That's some of the problems that children are facing. Do you think uh, for the next generation of children, the way these current children are being brought up, especially now during the pandemic. <clears throat> now, as you're saying, because they're learning to be socially distant and they're not with their friends, do you think that will make the next generation of children antisocial? I don't use the word anti, but just because now that's how they were brought up and that's all they know is to be socially distant. So then they bring up their children in a way where they're distant from their friends just because of being careful. So they don't experience that whole thing of playing outside, being with friends. Do you think that makes them sort of be to themselves or have like some antisocial behavior where it's just them and their gadgets rather than preferring to be out there with their friends? Like, does that have an effect okay. for future generations? You know, the future generations and what you're describing has already started mm. because you find children who meet their neighbors on the internet. Yeah, true. Rather than going out to find out, it's like they know their neighbor's name and they like search them on the internet, find them wherever, Instagram, Facebook, and they begin to go through their pictures, what they like, what they don't like. Mm. So probably you'll say, hi, I'm your neighbor, and this neighbor will recognize your picture and say hi back. But then now when you go out and you meet each other, you're shy. Yeah, yeah. You don't talk yeah. to each other in person. <laughs> then I saw you today in the supermarket. Yeah, then yeah, you respond, true. yes, actually, I also saw you. Yeah, I was with true. my dad. Oh, yeah. Yes, I know, I was with my mom. <laughs> Yeah. Then you go out together and you see each other and you shyly wave at, yeah. at each other and it's like when you're face to face, you don't know what to say. Yeah. yeah. But when now you're on the internet, you can spend hours, you know, yeah. just back and forth, back and forth, typing back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're losing that. Yeah. You're so uh, confident. Mm. Yeah. On the internet. In fact, that's why there's even cyberbullying. You bully each other, exactly, and you, yeah. but then face to face, you can't really growl at each other or whatever. You know, you look so scared. Yeah, that's so that's already unfortunately happening. Yeah, the social distancing, I think, began happening even before the corona. Before the pandemic? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because now with the rise of all these social media sites, mm-hmm. I think actually it was, a, yeah, it was seen this week on Twitter, it was actually a common thread amongst celebs sports people actually even see the sports teams did they had a media blackout for the past weekend mm-hmm. yeah uh, in support of uh, racism yeah in support of racism to stop online abuse because mm-hmm. is there's that that's that feeling because of because of the way twitter operates that since anyone is since you're anonymous you can get away saying anything yeah and the thing is i know some teens who are more confident dating on the internet yeah you know than literally physical dating. They don't know what to say. They're shy, mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah, but when they're just speaking into a camera, they know if they move, they can mm. like switch it off and complain not that the network was bad, mm. gain more courage and come back. But when you're physically one-on-one looking at each other, you can't do all those things. Yes, yeah, because you're not communicating with the person. You're communicating with your phone. Yeah. yeah. And then that way you're talking to the person. Yeah. But when it comes to face-to-face, they don't know how. Yeah. It's a challenge to them. Yeah, like I hear many stories of how even teens, they actually date and uh, they decide, 
fed up, I'm tired, I'm breaking up. They break up on the internet. And yet you may have been with someone the whole afternoon, didn't say anything. Like, go home and type and tell her, you know, I'm over, I'm done, you know, I think. That was our last date. You were with this person the whole afternoon, for goodness sake, why didn't you tell them that? It's almost like you thought that you were going to to use so you know, one jungle me. She's going to get upset and knock your teeth off. <laughs> you know, you'd be surprised. That's more common than you think, actually. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's yeah, more yeah, common it is. than you think. Too. Yeah, so you see, you're already social distancing. Yeah. You know, when you're far from her, is when now you're confident enough to say those things. So that's social distancing. It's true. <laughs> and when you're near, you don't want to talk yeah. because you don't have a mask, almost yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have your quote unquote mask, mask on. on here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's sad. Although I, I also tend to feel like I, I'm open to the idea of there might be now like an Uber correction in that um, after COVID, you feel like you've been saying after COVID for like three months. For so long. But, when, <laughs> but I believe there is going to be an after. In Jesus' name. There's <laughs> nothing that is present or permanent forever, even life. It's yeah, true. True. Yeah. true. It's true. No, yeah, nothing lasts forever. But like in the sense that now people may tend to become even more social after COVID. After COVID, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now, like when people are like now fully vaccinated and everything, yeah. now we're like, I'm going outside. Yeah, I'm staying outside forever. There guys, so is, is that not what is cause, causing the surge now? Yeah, yeah. You know, and then because it's just human nature. I know there are guys who say they miss giving people hugs, or they just miss you know physical interaction with their friends. So when you limit that. And then now you finally give them a small window to do it. Of they do they it can. like excessively because yeah, they, they, they miss it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, you're right. That's literally the scientific reason for surgeries. Because there was a lady who was saying, "Okay, you, you do that, but then if you tell someone who hasn't seen like their mother in four or five years because they've been at uni, and then you tell them that you can't hug her." And then if you're given that slight window of, okay, and now it's safe, you no, can hug her. You'll hug her for like a whole day. Yeah, <laughs> two, three course, days. Your grandmother course, in charge, you know, you've been abroad, she wants to see you. Yeah. So okay. then you tell a person who oh, is socially distant. And they're like, ah, no. I've been hugging this woman since I was in diapers. Yeah, you know, but, now. You, know yeah. you can imagine like now when you go for a COVID test, like, like probably when you're leaving the country, going somewhere, or you've been compromised and you need one. Mm-hmm. And you go a team of you, and you all when we, you get your results, of course, separately from each other. But when you call up each other, like what were your what were your results? Mm-hmm. And when you're both negative, you know, you almost want to run out of the house to wherever this person is to hug each other. Yeah, like, yeah. Phew, phew. Yeah. <laughs> realizing you're starting the whole process all over again. You're just negating it. Yeah, that simple hug again is like. Phew. But it's almost like you've missed that and you escaped that. Yeah. So you want to celebrate that, which now takes you back again. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's this running joke that uh, COVID tests has become like uh, KCP. You know these exams mm, mm, and IGCSEs? Because mm, 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 mm. you take the test and then you call your friends and you ask them, so did you, did you pass? Did you fail? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then the ones who are positive, you know, have to stay two weeks, so it's like they're grounded. Mm. But oh, the ones, yeah. And the ones who've passed, you think now yeah. you have the key to go out exactly. and have fun. So now then, then they go You just them. end up swapping. Exactly. <laughs> when these ones come back, come out, now yeah. they are ready for life after two weeks and they move you. And you, you're like, oops, I need a test. Yeah. But I guess, you know, this is what we have to remember. It's we've got to be so careful how we live our lives. And not just that, sometimes you don't know you have it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the scary thing. You don't know you have it. Yeah. But then if you don't know you have it, that's why this social distancing is very, very, very important. You have to keep asking yourself, what if? Mm-hmm. What if? This person has it. What if I have it? Will I feel nice knowing that these people or this person got it for me? And you know, some people don't forget some of those things. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Even when they pass through it and they're fine. They never forget. I got it from so and so. We just honestly have to pray that some of those things that happen in a in a way that people know yeah, yeah. that honestly there'll be forgiveness. But you know sometimes oh, it's true. that might be hard, especially when unfortunately you lose somebody yeah. out of carelessness and you know where they got it from and how they got it from. And unfortunately a brother, a sister, an mm. auntie, an uncle died 
and you know the culprit that yeah. is really sad when you know exactly. and because it's death mm, you yeah. must you find it hard to forgive exactly and people do make mistakes mm. you know that's the same mistake out of carelessness just the way it can be a road accident out of carelessness yeah you know mistakes do do, do happen but i don't know why we feel like this covid mistake should not happen in the first place it's like you know you know you know but it's the same when you come out of a road an accident should not happen in the first place you look right you look left you look right right again and mm-hmm. you get onto the road mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just some things that you just don't see or a car just came out of nowhere or it's not necessarily your mistake it's the other person's mistake yeah. yeah but accidents do happen but you know this we just have to exercise caution be careful i'm remembering a conversation we had a while ago about people who are still uh not of the mind of social distancing or believe that they are above it mm-hmm. somewhat <laughs> um such as now these ma ma pastors and mm-hmm. ma cardinals now remember <laughs> when he said that he, um just because uh, uh, they're of the mind that Jesus will save us from, yeah. from this disease. And so we don't need to necessarily do it, take any precautions. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what you said. Something about being hit by a bus. Yes, like jumping onto the road and saying, God save me, and a bus is coming. Yes. <laughs> and you you want God to save you. Get off the road. But you're saying, my God is bigger than this bus. So. <laughs> It can't hit me because God is there. It's almost like God will room. kind of snatch you off like Nyakua. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of them, I think, honestly, we should not put God to test. It's true. Yeah. Which When uh, you pray for God to save you, there's yeah. personal responsibility. You do your best and yeah. let God do the rest. Then I but not think it's almost us. tempting you know, God. You yeah, know. It's, it's tempting and then for a lot of people I think it's laziness as well. Because they don't want to do their personal responsibility. You just yeah. think, ah, God can take care of it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. since he can take care of all my problems, even this one, he can. And on my part, I don't need to do anything. Because mm-hmm. he's got me. Yeah, but then now... It's also kind of a pride as well. It's pride as well. Yeah. But I, I think mm-hmm. the individual has to do also a lot with their personal success. It doesn't just happen. You have to make it happen. Yeah, true. So even things like this, or if you want... God to save you. You've got to make it happen. What are you doing yourself to make sure that you're safe? Yeah. In the first place. Exactly. Yeah. See, God helps those who help themselves. Yeah. Well, though that's not in the Bible, actually, God helps those who are helpless. <laughs> oh, okay, we just test me. <laughs> yeah, fun fact. That's actually not in the Bible. It's not. It's not in the Bible. Actually, I mean, it's good to be able to help yourself and then ask God to help you. Oh, yeah. Because then God sees that your zeal and motivation. You know, and he answers you because he has seen the desire of your heart. You know, when the desire of your heart is to do it, you're already practicing, you're exercising, mm. and it will happen. But when that desire is not there, and you're honestly praying for God to help you. Yeah, but sometimes, honestly, you're helpless, helpless, helpless in the sense that you can do nothing. Not that you know you can do something, but you decide not to do you. You get, there's yeah, a difference. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes, you really wish you could do something. But you're so helpless. Now, honestly, God reaches out. Mm. He reaches out. But sometimes when you know the hundred are not, like when you know you have to study for an exam yeah, for you to pass, and you say you will not study because you know, eh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God will give me the now knowledge. Now, let's honestly misquoting. Yes, you can do all things. But he has already strengthened you. You know, given you the ability to read you know yeah. to get prepared and you're not using that ability mm. you know so he has already strengthened you but you're not using that strength and you fail and you begin God I don't understand you, mm, you know? that's true yeah but that's life you know sometimes we have to go through some of these things to understand life yeah. we learn through mistakes mm. yeah but the thing is most of us you don't want to learn from other people's mistakes you want to make your own mistakes <laughs> and then learn yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it would be a lot cheaper yeah. Then there's what's that saying? Um, the smart people learn from their own mistakes, but wise people learn from the mistakes of others. Yeah. Hmm? yeah. So that plays in as well. Yeah, be wise. But you know, sometimes when you see other people have made mistakes, 
and you look at that mistake and some people will say at least I've learned from this person just looking I know what not to do mm. but some people say if I was in that situation honestly I would have done better so you put yourself <laughs> in that situation to prove yourself and then you end up oh when on now you goofed it yeah. didn't work is when you realize okay now I know why he failed yeah. I did not see that loophole yeah. You know, it's like probably jumping over a gutter and you're seeing everyone who tries to jump goes in. Mm. And from where you're looking, that gutter looks so narrow. Yeah, so you can jump. Yeah, <laughs> and you go and then... <laughs> you know you... Even me, I can jump. I'm just up. And it's one of those things that, that it looks small from far. So you come with that speed. Then when you're upraised is when you realize, hey. <laughs> Then see that, but then it's too late. You're already falling. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes we look at people in their mistake and we say, "Honestly, even if I was in those shoes, I would have done better." Mm. Yeah. So now you're on that same path going. Mm. You know, because you know you can do better. Then when you reach, you realize, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's tricky. Mm. Yeah. Um, if I would, I want to pivot a bit. Oh. Um, into also something we discussed. But also it ties in with uh, what we normally talk about. Yes, I'm waiting. So, um, you raised an interesting point before about um, essentially athletes struggling during this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think last night, think last night or two nights ago, when mm-hmm. Chelsea were playing, mm-hmm. uh, one of the commentators brought up a point. Oh, well. About now foreign players mm-hmm. um, changing country the first time ever, and now being having to adjust to a new country and new culture, but during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So essentially, your life is from the house to train, train to the as in house to training, training mm-hmm. to back home, mm-hmm. and then back home to training again. Back then, yeah, and then game, mm-hmm. and then now the cycle repeats. So. Yeah. And you're in a foreign country. You can only communicate with your family just via like Zoom and everything. Mm-hmm. You you can't socialize as other as other other players would do as before. Yeah. And the teammates that you're with are also foreign, so maybe mm-hmm. you don't speak the same, same language, language. which mm-hmm. is a challenge. Mm-hmm. And they're the only people you see in like a span of months. You're only seeing them and the coach and. The people who you're playing against during matches, and then it's back home. Mm-hmm. That's literally your life That's for like, your life. like yeah. seven mm-hmm. to nine months. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So just um, if you were to imagine just the mental toll that that would take on on you as a player, and like how how do you overcome it? <laughs> if if there is a way. Yeah, you know that mental toll would not just have its toll on players on um, sports people mm. but when you look at these sports people that is their career it's like their jobs mm, yeah. so it's like anyone going into a foreign country to yeah. start a, new job. a career there working there and all these things that you're describing mm. are there it's the same mm. it's just for them their careers involve people when even for anyone who works in an office you know yeah. you go out from home into the office mm-hmm. there are people that you're there with interacting with doing things with at the end of the day yeah. people are going home so you come home but probably this is their home country so there are no places to go things to do mm-hmm. which now they cannot do anymore they cannot even invite you for dinner mm-hmm. or you cannot even say come come and see where I live come let me try and exactly. see if I can have you for dinner and things like that not anymore Yeah, you know it's interesting how creative people can be. Yeah. Because I know of colleagues in my office. Remember when I used to tell you, you guys used to laugh of internet dinners? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's what some of my colleagues used to do. Mm. You tell someone, let's Zoom at 8 o'clock mm. and you come on with your dinner. Or come Zoom in yeah. when you're cooking. Let's see what you're cooking. I'll show you what I'm cooking. Or let's cook the same thing together and let's see who stands out better. Yeah. So that is how some of these friendships, you begin to nurture them and grow them. Yeah. So you're not just together in the office. Or office, it's official, but when you go home, 
now you're looking at how the other lives or what do you have in your house okay what's that painting behind you mm-hmm. okay do you is that your own or i mean what other things do you do what are your hobbies yeah. you know and then you discover some of the things that you can do apart from just like what you do like playing football there's yeah. some people who discover you can go cycling you know and that one has social distancing you're out in the open yeah. you can go like jogging or just walking or whatever outdoor sport that you can do which is now a hobby not part of like what you are already doing because probably you spend the whole day exercising or in a stadium preparing for a match or things like that mm-hmm. but then you have something else that you do you know like unfortunately like during this pandemic period some of the golf clubs even had to shut down so mm-hmm. that is out but can you imagine for those people who like can ride mm-hmm. can go for a walk in the park mm-hmm. you know some of those things you could still do because it's outside mm-hmm. with your masks with at least social distancing out there yeah. so sometimes if you're able to do some of those things do them rather than just staying at home and waiting for the next day or to, to come so that you go out again to work Try and do things outside the house. If you have a garden, sit out in the sun, you know. Mm. Look at your garden, try and do a bit of gardening. So some of those small, small things, you start small. You know when you spend time outside, you get to know more about the outside. You get mm. to discover new places. Sometimes just during lockdown, restaurants, clubs, all these places are locked. Mm. But you can take a walk into the streets, you yeah. know. That is when you discover there are not very many people on the streets. If you're a foreigner into that country, of course, sometimes it's advisable that you have company when you do these things, unless it's very, very safe. Mm. But sometimes that is when you discover some of these places. You just go walking; the places are empty, not mm. so full. True. Or you know, okay, there's this restaurant. Mm. The next time I know, I'll come to this one. Okay, there's that Indian restaurant. The next time I know, I'll come here. Okay, there's all your fast food places. You know. Yeah. So someone then you think which is the nearest supermarket, which is the farthest one. So even if you're on your own, there are some of the things that you can do outside the house so that when you come, at least you're tired, you want to eat and you want to sleep, you know, at least your body is tired and your body needs to rest. Yeah. So when that happens, at least you know you've taken care of yourself. But when you just sit, go straight home in front of the TV or on your computer mm-hmm. or trying to think what do I do now or all the things that you needed to do to settle down you have done and then then what and you don't have friends fine then at least get to know who your neighbors are you know unfortunately we don't live the way we used to live before you move into a place and you want to know who your neighbors are or your neighbors know someone has moved in and they come and visit well not visit now it's difficult because you, you have, have to stay yeah. in the house for two weeks <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not to you just come in you know but at least you know who your neighbors are you can win mm. or you know yeah for for so. for a lot of athletes uh i think for them it's a challenge because since they are also heavily featured on social media on their pages and on the pages of the teams that they play for they can't just go out that's the thing yeah so they can't go out on their own because then you know all that attention comes and some players don't want that some players just want to be looked at as normal and not be given this attention of oh can i have your autograph or even being attacked of why didn't you play good in the last match but you know the good thing with the pandemic Hmm. When you have a mask and a cap on and shades, it's nobody knows who so yeah, that is. That's very true. You know, so yeah. you can still go around incognito, mm-hmm. and for once, for a change, you can even go into the bank like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nobody is going to tell you to do that. Looked no more strange. <laughs> looked at more strange if you don't. If you don't them. have the mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there are many places now you can go all covered up like that, and yeah. no one is going to ask you. You know. Yeah, but the thing is, now even smiling at your neighbor you're looking at them and smiling but you're in a mask so they don't know whether you're smiling or not. they just want to know it's that one staring yeah, at me. Mm, yeah. you know, unless you wave or something like that is when they know oh, that person is trying to say hello mm. you know yeah. that's, the, that's the hardest thing about wearing a mask when you're greeting someone because you can never tell whether they're smiling or frowning or, not, or frowning yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's that always confused thing where you have to just guess their facial expression but I always look at the eyes so they yeah, can tell yeah, those yeah. smiling yeah, yeah, eyes exactly. and they squinted a little you know <laughs> like it's, it's, it's funny now now from the from your cheeks upwards now people become more expressive yeah yeah, yeah. 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 yeah true must yeah. but the eyes kind of you see the eyes mm-hmm. kind of light up 
kidogo you know yeah, yeah that's true and you know this person is smiling then also on top of that they say something or make an expression yeah, and yeah. then no, you can tell yeah. but otherwise if it's just looking at you and you don't know the, <laughs> what they're doing with their mouth because you're missing their eyes <laughs> that's true but anyway coming back to what we were saying mm. um, unless they, they're going to wear a, a sport shirt that show who they are yeah like their number or mm. Yeah, then of course people would want to look and say who is that and like yeah, that yeah. looks like so and so whatever. But if you want to go out and to go out and notice honestly like now it mm. is in fact now is the best time for those people who used to be scared of going out. Yeah. Now is the best time where they can wear masks, wear shades, put a cap on. Nobody will know who this person is unless probably you remove um, a credit card mm. uh, oh, identification yeah. is when people look twice and yeah. like what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Guess who I'm talking to? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then of course now when everyone around you is aware, so even if you have your mask and your shades and your whatever, everyone knows that so and so, that so and so. Yeah. So now you can imagine what lookalikes go through. Yeah, yeah. You know, true. they don't know now whether to continue pretending <laughs> to be <laughs> this person yeah. or coming out of the <laughs> saying, hey, 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 it's not me, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. So, I want to also segue now, again, mm-hmm. a bit now, delving back now into now previous episodes of conversations that we've had. Um, since now you're officially now the first, the first lady mm. on, on the podcast, we can actually ask you um, to go back to the, our episode with Keith. Yeah, in which we were discussing uh, what because um, it's 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 not it's not a secret mm-hmm. that women are vastly mistreated by men in countless of ways. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is and one of the, one of the questions that we were asking each other is what what is there something that men can do more or what necessarily what what do you think men should do or men can do more in protecting women? Okay. First and foremost, I want to correct you. Okay. I think both men and women mistreat each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not just men mistreat women. There's some women who mistreat men. Yeah. Okay. And we can start off just simply by telling you what happens in Kenya. Yeah. Tell a lady, let's meet up for a cup of tea or coffee. Let me buy you coffee. She will tell you to my fair. Yes. Do not send me bus fare. Yeah. Yeah. Then she will not. You will send her bus fare. Then she will not show up, and she will switch off her phone. Yeah, yeah. So that already you're mistreating somebody. Yeah, yeah. Then when you go to the other side, of course, now I understand some of the mistreatment that you're saying is like violence, say yeah. uh, domestic violence, is rape. It's uh, just also domestic abuse, you know. Sometimes yeah. you may not meet person, but you're emotionally abusing them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But emotional abuse, by the way, goes both ways. There's some women whose mouths are lethal. Yeah. You know, they just know how to literally just tear down a man with their words. Mm-hmm. And you know, for men, some of those words are so, 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 so deep. Yeah. It's like they would rather the woman would have slapped them instead. Yeah. Mm. You know. So we we actually do mistreat each other. Mm. But what was the question? How we can stop mistreating each other? Of course the best thing that we can do for each other as uh, male and female or men and women or ladies and gentlemen, let me use that, mm. is communication. Mm. How we communicate is very important. Not just what we communicate but how we communicate. Some of the things that we say to each other, how we say them to each other, some of them can be very annoying, some of them can be very hurtful, some of them can be very encouraging. When you did not mean to encourage someone, but just the way you said it, I thought you loved me when you told me, you know, I look good, you like the way I walk, you like Mm. the way I talk, I mean, all that. Or, yeah, Sometimes it's like, you know, we sometimes when we remind ourselves, when you love people, let them know that you love them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you tell someone, I love you, and you mean it. 
in just a nice brother sister way or friendship way and it's like I thought you said you loved me mm. this person understands something else yeah so it's almost like you have to be careful to say honestly I like you and yet now there's this cliche when you love someone let them know you love them but it's not that you're in love with them yeah yeah, yeah. But you love them as a friend. So yeah. some of those things that we say, that's why I'm saying communication is very important. Mm-hmm. Some of these things, when you hear them and when you're not sure about them, I think sometimes you should ask, what do you exactly mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. You know? And then, when someone offends you, mm-hmm. rather than attacking them for doing that to you, tell them how you a feeling because that's the most important thing it's important for them to know that they have hurt you so i will say dennis i will not say dennis you hurt me mm-hmm. i will say dennis i felt hurt when you said this mm-hmm. so you see i am expressing my feelings yeah so now you will understand i'm expressing my feelings and you'll know the effect of your words mm-hmm. on me hurt me and you'll say oh i'm so sorry so that works a lot better than Dennis, you hurt me. Dennis, you're so mean. Mm. You see? Because then now that sounds yeah. like an attack. Yeah, but mm. when I tell you, Dennis, I feel that you're being a bit mean to mm. me when you do this. You see, I'm expressing myself. Yeah. So, in fact, that makes you feel guilty. It's yeah. like it makes you feel such a bad person. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a nice, gentle way where you're actually pushed to apologize. Yeah. Like, wow, okay. So, some of those small, small things, how we communicate to each other is so 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 important because first is communication if it's the right communication then there will be the right behavior mm-hmm. and if there's the right behavior there will be the right response yeah yeah, yeah? if there's the right response there will be the right action also mm-hmm. so you see everything is going on positive but now the same line that i've said if it is negative then instead of having a response, there will be a reaction. Exactly. Yeah. True. And then the reaction will yes. yes. be bad behavior. Yes. And that behavior, of course, will show in the action yeah. that people will take. Yeah. So that basically, it is just communication. Mm. We should learn how to talk to each other. Then once we have learned how to talk to each other, that will help us learn how to treat each other. Mm. And we'll treat each other well. Yeah. Because rather than reacting, we'll be responding. Mm-hmm. But when you react, it's like something is not right. Mm-hmm. Or you're not happy about something. But when you respond, it's just good gesture. Yeah. You know? Like a mirror image. You smile, I smile back. Mm. But then, of course, now when you reflect other things like anger. Mm-hmm. And then also, I want to hit back at you. Like, why are you attacking me? You know? Mm. Yeah, so basically I'm answering communication. Yeah, that was a very, very succinct answer. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we should learn how to communicate because if we communicate well, we treat each other well, basically. Yeah, okay. Thank, thank you. Mm. That was very important. And I think it's an insight that not a lot of people know that, that communication aspect. It's always how can I be in a better position than this other person to get my feelings and thoughts across. I have to win. I have to win, exactly. Yeah, and then another thing, you know we pay back on the wrong people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Someone may have hurt me and because it's like almost the one that that one, I was never able to go back and tell them how I felt or to revenge. Mm. Then I go and revenge on my next best friend yeah. or the next it's, relationship. Uh, that is where I go with that. The chain, the chain of screaming. <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. I go with all that. And, and yeah. then not even that. Honestly, what I did not do to this guy, now I will do to Dude. this new yeah. yeah. So I'm ready in a new relationship with combat gear. It's almost like I'm not there yeah. to love this person. I am there to show him yeah. how angry I am. Mm-hmm. Now, not at one man, that one wrote, but how angry I am at men. <laughs> <laughs> you see? Yeah. And then, this one, it's like a wrestling match now. <laughs> this one, <laughs> he manages, honestly, yeah. to win before I can really fix it. Now, yeah. imagine now, I am carrying so much anger to that third person. Yeah. So, you see, it's almost like what people have done to you changes you as a person. Yeah. Yeah. And you become bitter forever mm. instead of becoming better yeah. 
yeah. forever because of those experiences. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 that was those. That was that well said. Yes, <laughs> very well said. <laughs> yeah. So learn and go back tabularas and start afresh yeah. with what have I learned? What am I bringing into this relationship? What are the good things that I can bring into this relationship to make it better than the other one? That is how we should relate. Yeah, you don't come with all that baggage to this next one and then you start throwing stones at this person. Now, mm. just one simple argument, the stones that you should have thrown at the previous boyfriend, you're bringing and throwing them at this guy. Mm. Come on. Yeah. And then he misses all of them. So you jump him and you pick them up and you're gone. <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, but they're ladies, and let's not, let me not just say ladies and gentlemen, who go through relationship after relationship like that. Mm. Just carrying their baggage from one relationship into another. one, And then we get into relationships with baggage thinking the other person is there to sort out your baggage. Yeah. No, yeah. you sort out your baggage first mm, and then yeah. you come without that baggage. Both of us do not have baggage. Let's start afresh. Mm. But then when you have lots of baggage, when someone just does one simple thing on you, suddenly, why did you do that? Because you remember this other person. That, was, yeah, that, yeah, is, how, that is how this relationship started you know, breaking down. Mm. When that day she mm. did this, and almost like your sirens go up, mm. you know, yeah. your antennas rather go mm. up and you think, mm. this is just how it was. But we should never take the experience of one relationship into another, as in the bad experiences into another, mm. yeah. but we should take the good things. Each time you walk into another one, remember, what good thing am I putting into this relationship and what bad thing do I want to keep up? If we all remembered some of those things, I think our relationships would be a lot better. That even by the time we break up, we have agreed to disagree like we're incompatible. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. But it's not that we cannot get along. Yes, we can get along, but we have just some differences which... We just can't get past. Yeah. We're at an impasse. Yeah. It's very true. We very cannot true. reconcile. Mm. So we agree to disagree and move on, but we're still friends. Yeah. So and we know, yeah, there are some times that you need my support, maybe yeah. in your career or just something in life happens, and you know I'm the best person to give you the kind of support that you need. Yeah. And you can be. That's what life should be. Yeah. That some of these friendships that come your way, you treasure them, you keep them. If they don't work out, you learn something from, from them and yeah. you move on. You can still meet out on the streets or anywhere and smile at each other. Mm. And no, we tried and it didn't happen, but we wished each other well. Mm. <laughs> it's, <laughs> not, it's okay. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. yeah. Well said. Well said. Yeah. That, yeah. Wow. <laughs> might be the most insightful guest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very insightful. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we can cap it there. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Thank you, Mom. Let me just add, add in something small. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, life is simple, but we make it so difficult. Very true. Yeah. Some of these things relating, it's not a difficult thing. You just start simply. Simple and you let it grow. Mm -hmm. Anything, just be simple. Even like now, when you're starting off a new relationship, you know? Yeah. Just be simple. Just be yourself. But now, when we come, you know, trying to impress, doing so much. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes they fall in love with the, with the fake you. Yeah. Yes. So, when you're used to this girl, mm -hmm. now that's when you now reveal your true colors. And she says, no, that's not you. And that's the real you now that's coming out. And she says, that's not you. So you're a bit confused. What does she mean that's not me? That's me. You know, but now you've removed that jacket yeah. of courtship. Huh? Oh, yes. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, because you're impressing. Yes. <laughs> so she thinks that is you, but that's not you. Yeah. Because yeah. you're putting on a persona to win her. Yeah. You know, so when now you hear in relationships people saying, hey, she changed. Now, when they say she changed or he changed, now that is the real person you should have seen when they were quoting, but they didn't allow you yeah. to see. Mm. There is this yeah, online uh, picture trend that's been going on on social media. 
for have you seen it for how it started versus, versus how, it's, how going. it's going yeah so then they showed two pictures of how it started and mm-hmm. then another picture of how it's going and how it's so going then how it started is a guy with roses uh-huh. you know, like chocolates uh-huh. and then how it's going is in a vest and boxes and probably the lady even worse you know, <laughs> exactly yeah. full sink she has her <laughs> feet on his table <laughs> that yesterday that she was there on how it how it started it's now they're completely different from how it's going. You know, the wig now has been removed. Yeah. Those matters. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Just simply do your best. Mm. Don't overdo things. And then she gets used to all these things you're overdoing. And then when you stop doing them, the relationship breaks. Yeah. Just be simple. Be genuine. Be real. You know, that's how people communicate. Yeah. For sure. For Great sure. advice. Great advice. It's great advice. Thank you, Mom. But otherwise, it's been good being a mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you make my life. Thank you for so making my life worth it. Plus, your dad too. I just enjoy being the only woman in the house. (laughs) (laughs) And all the girls in the house are mine. You can't ask questions. And when they are not mine, I need to ask very many questions. Yeah, but thank you for being who you are, you beautiful yeah. sons, and thank you for honoring me on Mother's Day. Oh, thank you for being you. our mother and yeah. being a wonderful mother at that. A Santa's son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are a naturalist, actually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. a podcast on the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you guys have been so polite today. What's yes. normally I hear you? You watch the comments yeah. like, yes, they yes. are. Yes. <laughs> I feel like crazy and I'm like, what's going on? I'm waiting for that laughter today. There's been something. Drop silence in the middle of questions and I'm like, well, I said the right thing. We're listening to you, man. Yeah, we're we're just listening listening to you. You're very careful with your language. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, mom might send this to her pastor, so we better. Bas- <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> Get that friend request on Facebook, brother so and so. Sister so and so, bishop so and so, friend so and so. When the first people you may know is a pastor. Just <laughs> my, who was it who was saying my alphabet is apostle? Apostle, bishop, brother, cardinal. <laughs> The father, the father, God. But yeah, um, thank you so much again, Mom. Um, you can follow us on uh, on the Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, you can support the show at coffee.com slash African the African Gems. Um, as always, links will be in this, the description. Enter it at the African Gems. Insta it's at the African Gems Yeah. Yeah, so uh, thank you again and we will see you uh, next time. Bye y'all. Thank you for having me. You're welcome.